Uh, greetings and salutations, everybody. It's time for another Hard Rock Lunchbox. See some unruliness in the chat already. That's that's always encouraging. Oh, let me fix my hair. Yeah, yeah. We're on TV, so I gotta look good. I'm uh, planning on getting a haircut by the year's end. Oof. I realized I have not gotten a haircut in probably two to three years, and it shows. I am uh, I am what is traditionally known as a mess, and um, because. Uh, I have not fixed my hair. I'm just adding to it, and I am approaching hot mess uh, status, where the hot is not good. Much like the fat is not the good kind of fat, so I'm not a fat hot mess. I'm a fat hot mess. That's what's happening. So. I haven't decided what I'm going to do. Uh, the main reason, the main impetus, a lot of people think it's COVID-related, but it's not, actually. The main reason I haven't gotten my hair cut is because the woman that used to cut my hair doesn't cut hair anymore. And... I trusted her completely with what to do with my hair, and apparently I can go F myself because she can make way more money uh, in graphic design. I'm happy for her, not happy for me, but I do have a load, a load, a line, no, a line on, I have something. I have a a line on a a new person that's going to cut my hair, and I just have to kind of get around to it. And it's it's still not even COVID-related, it's more busy, so anyway... Um, just tolerate how it looks right now. I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, it's it's cleanish. It's been it's been a rough couple days, man. Let's, <laughs> let's just go. Let's just go with that. Just pretend uh, pretend you can't see me. How about that? <laughs> oh, man, I am tired. Um, a bit off my game today. I did not sleep well, so I'm. If I seem a little spacey, that's why I'm not actually high at work. Although, there would really be nothing to stop me from getting high at work. I can't even imagine what being high on the Hard Rock Lunchbox would look like. It'd probably be, like, way more talking, but way less coherent. And then, probably, you know how, like, when I say stuff and I don't remember what I was talking about? Imagine that, but, like, a lot more of it. Probably get some basic housekeeping out of the way. Brand new Top 20 is out today. It's the one where I talk about being big in Romania, which, of course, I am big in Romania, but I'm not really all that big on Romania anymore. Uh, But it's uh, the main thing I'm talking about is the body autonomy thing and the problem that the right has with body autonomy uh, issues, claiming uh, my body, my choice, but only when it's for vaccines, because when it's about a woman's right to choose, it is, of course, my body uh, your body, my choice, which I think is disingenuous at best, but it's what they're running with. And they're getting a lot of support for it. Like, uh, apparently people just don't understand the hypocrisy of things. It's so, it's so bananas. I was reading just a report just last night. Uh, the president, uh, our current president, went down to Kentucky to kind of assess um, what it is people, the Kentuckians need right now, what they need most, uh, mainly to comfort people on the ground, but to talk to actual leaders. This is very similar to, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but during Superstorm Sandy, President Obama came and met with Governor Chris Christie, who was a very big opponent of Obama's at the time, but they were able to put aside their partisan differences and kind of figure out what New Jersey needed. And Chris Christie was lambasted in the press for doing how dare you meet with obama it's like dude he did the best thing for his state with the president the dude that actually authorized that kind of 
power of the federal government. It's what you do. It's what leadership is. Um, it's just it's bananas to me that like people just don't really realize that like that's how government works. It's why we actually have one. But anyway, so so he went down there uh, basically just to see what they wanted on the ground, like what was most important. Do you need generators? Do you need national guard? Whatever. So he went to go do that, uh, and he you know met with local leaders and all that other stuff. And as soon as he got out of the motorcade, motorcade, there's a couple of dipshits right there with a Trump sign and Trump banner going, "Let's go, Brandon." Just chanting, let's go, Brandon. The dude is literally there to help you rebuild your shithole state. And that's the kind of greeting you get. See, what you deserve, if you're going to be that kind of dipshit, is the very is the is the other former president that we had went down to Puerto Rico and was free-throwing uh, paper towels into the audience because that's what you do in a hurricane. Here's some paper towels. Hopefully they're bouncy and you can just wipe your shit up, and we don't really care after that. Apparently that's 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 okay. So, for the good people of Kentucky, I hope everybody is safe. I hope everybody has learned a few lessons. And for the not-so-good people of Kentucky, like, how about you die in a fire? I mean, you probably have more tornadoes because, you know, because Kentucky. But, like, how about you just die in a fire and save us all the trouble? That'd be, that'd be fine for you. Save your partisan disrespect for Election Day. But when we're actually trying to help people on the ground, how about you just shut up? How about, how about we just do that? So, that's a good way to start the show. Thanks, Kentucky. All right. I just I think it's important for for people to kind of come together in federal emergencies. I think that's what we're supposed to do. I don't think we need to be dick bags during this time. I never did. I, I I never thought it was a good idea. I just the amount of disrespect for for just people trying to do their jobs is just so overwhelming lately that it just it disgusts me. I found it I found it to be disgusting. Um, and I know I've been using that term a lot lately, but it's because I've been disgusted a lot lately. So. Anyway, so I do hope the good people of Kentucky are okay, uh, and I don't care so much about the bad people of Kentucky. That's that's just fine for me. Um, with absolutely no good segue at all, let's uh, let's <laughs> let's talk about what's going on at Bacon is is my podcast world. Uh, their full interview with Kaylee is out right now. Check that out. They have seven questions with Sucker Punch. I think Sucker Punch is a Jersey-based band. I don't. I don't remember exactly where they're from, but I do know the name. I have not had a chance to check out the seven questions. I will do that uh, probably this week, probably before their Monday interview, because, as you know, uh, they do the seven questions on Wednesday, and then they roll out the full interview on the following Monday. Also, show programming note here. Uh, at 1 o'clock, we're going to be interviewing uh, Vern from Breach the Asylum. We're going to be talking to him about all things BTA, but also uh, the big Christmas show he's throwing tomorrow, including our very own Craving Strange. So we'll get some information out of him in about 20 minutes or less. That'll be about 1 o'clock, assuming we can both figure out our Zoom uh, accounts and make that all happen. I've got my trusty laptop, my trusty steed right here kind of figure out. Uh, Hopefully it'll work a little bit better. I'm going to change my camera settings so I don't look like I'm underwater or being held hostage in a fluorescent basement, which, of course, I am. So uh, maybe this will go well. Maybe it'll be a disaster. But no matter what happens, I'm sure it'll be entertaining. So I do have more notes, but blah. Um, I would like to tell you a story. I am in New York, in the great state of New York, here, uh, where we broadcast from, our governor, uh, who 
technically was not elected as our governor, but was elected as our lieutenant governor, is now our governor because Cuomo has resigned. Uh, rightfully so, in my opinion. I was never a huge fan of Cuomo. I did respect what he was doing in terms of the protocols for COVID. I think he led the nation in doing the right thing and kept what could have been very easily a situation like you saw in India or even uh, uh, eastern China in New York City. Don't forget, New York City is still one of the biggest cities on Earth and is very populated. I think it's the biggest city in the country um, in terms of population, and it is a very small area. So having 8 million people on top of each other uh, in, in light, in the arena of an infectious disease, is tricky. Uh, it, there's some logistics to it. This is not, you know, um, Idaho. I mean, I know when Idaho was like, we're not going to lock down and stuff. And basically the rest of the country is like, yep, totally get that, man. There's like eight people per square mile. Like, there's no reason for Idaho to lock down. Plenty of outdoor space. Like, it it definitely makes sense based on where you are. I've had lots of people uh, argue with me about why Florida is doing so great. And if you know anything at all about COVID or in your immune system or any immunodeficiency sort of thing. Um, Florida is, is you know, in the sun belt. And when you have levels of that sort of sunlight at you most of the year, your vitamin D is up, your immune system is up, you're way better positioned to fight something like COVID. Also, when your weather is warm like that, you have way more options of being outside and stuff like that. So it just lends itself. Like in my, in my opinion, Florida probably should not have shut down, but also... Floridians kind of need to shut up about how great they're doing. They have a huge home court advantage. Like, in my opinion, if Florida had handled COVID correctly, there'd be no cases in Florida because it's just God is giving you everything you need to kind of avoid it. But, like, nope, we're going to do this. We're going to do Daytona. We're going to do Key West. We're going to do cruises. And, like, we're going to do all the stupid stuff without any sort of protection. It's kind of stupid. Florida really, Florida and Texas really should have, like, zero COVID based on their proximity to the sun and their average temperature and the amount of outside. But I digress because I wasn't here to talk about Florida or Texas. I was talking about New York. So our governor, our current governor, Governor Hochul, has declared a mask mandate. She declares it as a temporary mask mandate till January 15th. I personally don't see any reason she would lift that in, in January when it gets even colder and we're forced even more inside. I think it's a little disingenuous to be like, yeah, we're having a temporary thing knowing full well it's probably going to continue. But my point is, she declared a, a, a state mandate, which she has the authority to do. Um, we are seeing rises, like really severe rises in cases in New York City and the surrounding areas to the point where uh, some Broadway plays now have had to shut down a couple of times uh, because COVID spikes or COVID spikes. People are in the hospital, unvaccinated people are in the hospital on average for like two weeks. We know a lot more about what we're doing in terms of dealing with COVID. So the fatality rate is way lower. But I have to tell you, a two-week stay in the hospital is no day at the beach. And also, there's a lot of other stuff you can pick up in hospitals. And also, there's still the problem with, like, long COVID. Like, yeah, it's much more survivable, but now we're getting all this data about what happens to you kind of after you've had COVID, including, you know, heart palpitations. You have uh, problems with, like, blood vessels and stuff like that. I mean, for, for, for a population that's so upset about the rare instances of effects, of adverse effects of the vaccines, they really don't seem to care at all about the, the adverse effects, which there are more of for people carrying long COVID disorders, which, again, just baffles my mind. I mean, when you're picking and choosing your science, it's like you kind of want to be consistent across it. Like, and I just, 
I don't I don't understand why people do that. But anyway, I really do feel like maybe I am high because I'm meandering from my point. What I wanted to talk about is the fact that we've declared a mask mandate in New York. And about 40% of the population, probably, uh, very right-leaning, doesn't like it. Doesn't like the fact that we have mask mandates. And I was stupidly surprised to hear people complain about the mask mandates. I actually thought that the fact that she didn't go for a full mandatory uh, vaccine mandate was good. Like, I, I am against vaccine mandates. I think vaccines are inherently problematic. I fought them when they made my daughter get them to, for, to go to public school. And that's another thing. Most people are just fighting so blatantly and, and stupidly about this vaccine. Like, they've never gotten vaccines. Like, there is not a single person in New York State that is complaining about the vaccine that has a kid in public school whose kid they didn't pump full of vaccines because it's the law. It's been the law for years, and nobody said shit back then except me and, like, a handful of other people who were like, whoa, whoa, why are we doing this? At the time, my daughter had a reaction to the pertussis vaccine when she first got it as a young child. So we refused to get it for her when she was older. And then they told us she couldn't play soccer and then she couldn't go to school. So we had to figure out a way and creatively got that all all taken care of and stuff like that. But we've been anti-vaccine mandate for much longer than you have, basically. So 90% of you. So just, just relax your pants there because... You're getting upset about something you should have been upset about, and now you're upset like you've been upset the whole time, and you haven't. I'm here to tell you that and remind you, because that's what I do here on The Box. Um, but, so I thought people would be like, cool, mask mandate makes way more sense than vaccine mandate. But nope, people are losing their goddamn mind over the mask, over the, over the mask mandate. And I don't, I still don't know why. I post the question often, uh, whenever it kind of comes you know, rises to the top, and I ask anybody and everybody to listen to just provide me with all the statistics of those mask-related deaths and mask-related illnesses, real ones, like actual deaths from wearing your mask. Because what I can do is I can post actual, actual, you know, statistics about COVID-related deaths because uh, we have now crossed 800,000. And if you still think those are inflated and we just want to, I don't know, quarter it, that's still 200,000 people that have died from COVID. How many people have died from wearing masks? Goose egg. Goose egg, my friend. Unless you're really stupid and I guess you wear 27 masks, I guess you could die that way. Or if you swallow your mask, that's probably pretty stupid. Or if you wear a mask of plutonium, probably bad for you in the long run. But I don't think people are actively doing that. And so I don't understand. I didn't understand way back. Like, I understand that people don't want to wear masks all day long and all the time and stuff like that. Understood. But when you have people that... Under a mandate, which is basically an executive order by the health commissioner, it's the law of the land. Whether you like it or not, it's the law of the land. And feel free, New Yorkers, if you don't like it, you can leave. Like, I am super happy when I keep seeing New Yorkers leave for Florida. Like, I am super happy. Not that I particularly want to get rid of them, but, like, there's 8 million people in New York City alone. The more of you that move to Florida and Texas, man... There are so many less people on the road, and I am all for that, man. I am stuck here for another couple of years, so the more of you that leave, the better it is for me. Like, you know, I'm not zero judgment. I'm just talking specifically traffic-based argument. You want to leave? Leave. 
Like, if you're only on my road one more time on your way out of town, like, I could not be happier. I could not be happier. I think it's a great idea. I think you should leave. I think you should be with people of your own kind. Definitely have governments that represent your values. I totally believe that. Stop bitching about mine. Everything's fine here. Everything's fine. Most people I know have no problem wearing a mask. Most people. No problem. However, I do know several people that have every problem wearing a mask. And even at this point, during a, va- during a mask mandate set by the government, an executive order that is enforceable by law, and in New York City will be a $1,000 fine for every violation, people are still like, I don't want to wear a mask. And what's the reason that they don't want to wear a mask? It is simple. They don't want to wear a mask. When you walk into 7-Eleven or any convenience store or any restaurant, you need shoes on. Do you know that? New York State and in most states, you need shoes on. A lot of places, you need a shirt on. I mean, I assume that's that's women because, you know, with a bod like this, I should be able to just walk in anywhere shirtless. But you have to wear those things. Do you know why? Because it's a law. Do you know that when you drive in a car, you have to wear a seatbelt? Do you know why that is? Because it's the law. Do you know that when you're driving that car and you drive by a school while the school is in, you know you have to slow down? Do you know why that is? It's the law. And I understand if you don't like every law. I don't. I I, I get it. I mean, I'm a big proponent at this point of some sort of like, I think maybe a pop quiz on civics before you can vote. I think I'd rather have that than, than an ID. You know, before you vote. Like, let's see if you're smart enough to vote. Let's see if you understand anything about government before you vote. I think that's probably more important than an ID. I believe in things, and I disagree with some laws, but I still recognize that some laws exist. Do I wear my seatbelt every time I drive? Absolutely. Do I slow down when I pass through a school school zone? All the time. Is it the 15 to 20 miles an hour? Is it? No, not really. I'll admit that one. I break that law. I break that law off. But it's still breaking the law. And technically, it doesn't hurt anybody until it does, right? Let's say kid runs, not that they have recess anymore, kid runs into the street, chases a ball, I'm going 40 miles an hour, and I hit him. Man, that's going to be bad. So why don't people wear masks? Because they don't want to. Is that going to hurt anybody? Nope. Not until it does. And what do you do then? What do you do then? So that big wind-up intro... I'm going to tell you my story now. My son, my middle child, he just tested positive for COVID. Do you want to know why? Because he works at Trader Joe's. And even though he is vaccinated and practices uh, safe because of the store, he has they have safe rules and safe regulations, the customers do not. And some horrible, terrible person, probably... Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not a terrible person. Maybe a terribly misinformed person. Or a stupid person. We have stupid people. It's okay. That's why we have bell curves. It's okay, because we also have smart people. The problem is we should listen to smart people and not stupid people. And then stupid people should really listen to the smart people. So these people walk into Trader Joe's without a mask and with COVID, and they spread it around the store. Nobody gets hurt, right? They just infect most of the staff, including my kid. So my kid's now got a breakthrough case of COVID. Hopefully he stays asymptomatic, 
But he now has to quarantine for 10 days. He's not allowed to work for 10 days. It's Christmas, bro. This is when he's working. This is when he's working the most. This person, this infected, disease-laden, stupid, non-mask-wearing person has now cost him $800 because she didn't want to wear a mask. That's all. Didn't want to wear a mask. And the best part is guess who else gets to quarantine? Yeah. Because my son has it. I now have secondhand exposure. So I get to go get a rapid test. I get to leave work tomorrow and go get a rapid test. And then I have to quarantine anyway, even if the test is negative, because I have a COVID positive patient in my house. Doesn't hurt anybody. Somebody didn't want to wear their mask for a 15-minute trip into Trader Joe's. It has completely derailed my son's existence for two weeks. It has severely impacted mine and my family's. It's going to severely impact the rest of the, like my band. I, I haven't even had a chance to call them yet. I have to call them and let them know that I can't come to rehearsal today. Because even if I could, since I'm vaccinated, I could go there and stand there with the mask. But we're in real close quarters, and I sing sometimes. You know how hard that is to do with a mask? Now I'm freaking Kenny from South Park. All because some twat didn't feel like wearing her mask for 15 minutes in Trader Joe's to keep that entire staff safe. So I ask you, why don't you want to wear a mask? Because you don't want to. Does it hurt anybody? Nope. Not until it does. So I'd like to thank you, all you people that think you are so goddamn important and so special that you can't be bothered to wear a mask in a public place where you can infect other people. Because the gift that you've given me has cost my family thousands of dollars, hours of time, mega disruptions, all in the Christmas season. And all I can truly hope is that you become symptomatic and it ruins your holiday too. So thank you very much. Now, I hope I've alienated a few of you, because if I have and you disagree with me, then I would love to hear what you have to say. And maybe I'll even open up an interview for that, because I would love somebody to justify to me why they can't wear masks in public places. You can make your argument about work and school. I have different takes on that. Talking about running into a supermarket, infecting that staff with your air herpes or whatever it is you want to call it. And then going home because you don't care because you're more important than everybody else. So keep that in mind when you don't wear your mask, when you're running into the store, just, just keep that in mind. In the meantime, the other thing you can keep in mind is that a million years ago, Eddie Murphy was one of the funniest people on the planet and he decided it would be a good idea to record a pop song. He was mistaken. Even though the great Rick James wrote it for him and produced it, Eddie Murphy can't sing, in my opinion. Can't sing. He released a song called Party All the Time <clears throat> that became one of the biggest jokes he ever did, completely unintentionally because he sang that shit seriously. Fortunately, bands like Thank You Scientist decided to cover it, and I have been laughing for the past couple of days just because of it and dying to play it for you. And now that I might have COVID, I might actually be dying to play it for you. How's that for irony? <laughs> 